Mako-chan and Ari Rockefeller. All right, I think we're live. I think this is going one way or another. Um, are we all here, people, one way or another? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, that's one. Yeah. That's two. I am here. That's three. And I guess that makes me four. And I think we can actually do a show tonight. <laughs> You'll form the head. Mm, might put somebody's eye out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you set him up, I knock him down. Oh, man. And I made the same mistake that I did last year that I did this year. Two of my PSAs didn't play because I didn't bother to think to double check the locations. Think, oh, it's just like the last file. And it wasn't. All right. So, anywho, we are. How do I kick this off? And there we go. I got my files up. I'm, I'm not a little off just yet, but we will soon get there. <laughs> anywho, the night is young. Well, yeah, the night is young, the heat is good, and the lights are and the lights are blinking, more or less. All right, so those of you who don't know, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number five hundred and seventy-two. We are that podcast talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, the geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm Dijeron Mess. I'm Ari Rockefeller. I am Mako-chan. and I'm Barry Mellon. And Koi should be joining us a little bit later. She said she would try to make an appearance. but So we have the spot there for her. So when she makes her way in, she can join us and start ranting and raving just like the rest of us, you know? So, anywho, how is everybody doing tonight? I'm barely hanging on. Mm. Though I do have the drinking horn that Mako-chan gave me, I think last year was it, a couple years ago. So, uh, but, like so, I'm, so I'm good. Uh, I'm glad to hear that. Uh, anybody else? Just kind of sleepy, really. No, it's it's been a long day for mm-hmm. some of us, so you know. Yeah. Uh, yes, I'm very sleepy. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, and I just had to go in, and I just tweeted that we're live, and I had to friggin' delete said tweet and retweet because instead of two people, there's basically five of us. So, oh. mm-hmm. we need to make sure to cover everybody, you know. So that's how we do. So let me flip this over to here. And what? You ever just randomly go on Twitter and you just see your fr- and you just like, what? You just like, what are you doing? You know? Oh, constantly. Well, now that the now that the safety council has basically been removed, there's nowhere to go. Basically, you know. On you know, that, and navigating through all the porn bots. You know, it's like every it's almost like every other day. I I, I have to log in to, to do what I got to do, and then there are like people following the anime jam session account, and I'm like, oh, we got fans. No, it's not even porn bots. It's soft core models. I'm just like, nah, he's going to pass on that. Unfollow and move along. It's just, eh, it is what it is. In between that, 
my Surface 3 that I've been running the show off of for like the last three years, I think is on its last legs. So, you know, let's go ahead and let me retrieve this. So now I'm running everything from my main machine instead of reaching over as y'all see me turn and like start tapping something that's off screen. So, you know, but you know, let's make the, let's kind of sort of make the best of it. It is the last episode of the year before we go our separate ways and kind of relax before we come back and do it all over again with 40 something plus more episodes. <laughs> okay. So let, 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 let's get the ball on the road. Cause we've already derailed it. It's only like 15 minutes in. So anywho, we are live tonight, week of December 13th, 2022, right here on Twitch TV. We're here live Tuesdays from 9 to 10.30 Eastern. And you can always find us at Twitch TV slash Anime Jam Session. And we're also part of the Voice of Geeks Network at vognetwork.com. And you can find them also streaming at Twitch TV slash Vogue Network. They kick things off on Sundays at 8 o'clock with the Bobby Blackwolf Show, followed by Orange Lounge Radio at 9. Uh, this week, there is no Bobby. There will be no Bobby next week. He's actually on a cruise somewhere in the Bahamas, I think. Lucky bastard. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> and also hang out with us on Discord at vognetwork.com slash Discord. Every show that's a part of the Voice of Geeks Network has their own channel, so come through, hang out. If there's some interesting stories you find, post them. And if we use them, we'll definitely credit you for them. So. And Nemesis47 says, 2022 was such a weird and eventful year. Yeah. I, I have to agree. And then death is like, shit, I'm behind on my, I'm behind on my counts. And I'm just and like, please don't, please don't. Uh, anywho, we're going to get the ball rolling. Um, but just so you know, normally we go on vacation, usually the week of Christmas, more or less. Like if the, if Christmas is, like on a Wednesday or a Thursday, something like that. We'll be live Tuesday and that's it, depending on where it is. But um, I'm aligning up our Christmas special with my vacation from work. The office is going to be closed for two weeks, so I figure might as well line it up and, and just do what we have to do. I figured we keep it simple as that. So, you know. Oh, and that's why uh, we're doing it now. So enjoy. If you have an adult beverage with you, go right ahead and imbibe. Just remember, uh, drink safely and drink smartly. Don't be like us. <laughs> <laughs> You're lucky I'm not completely wasted right now. Otherwise, I would be super chatty and would not give anyone a word in edgewise. Do not make me hit the eject button, sir. You going to make me blast off again? I might. Oh, don't worry, it won't come to that. Oh, thank God. <laughs> All right, so now we're going to go ahead and start things off. How's everybody, how was your week? How was your day? Kicking things off is Ari. Uh, well, the past week or so, especially last week, I was doing a lot of overtime at work, which, good for the paycheck, yeah, but it was destroying my uh, patience and sanity, mostly because, you know, if, like, People just like well, you can't force people to work, you know, mm. the, the normal collectors and whatnot. But if enough supervisors call out and no one wants to take it, we end up ha 
like the one on duty will have to uh, stay on the shift without like you know no questions asked, mm-hmm. which upsets a lot of people. Somebody has to be there, at least one person. In a couple spots, there are yeah. Yeah, I I, I I totally get that. It's like in retail, you know. You can't leave. Yeah, what do you mean you can't leave? No one's here to cover your shift. You got to stay until somebody, you know. And mm. so, and sometimes it kind of a benefit within itself because you don't have to go anywhere that night, so it's okay. But sometimes it's like... Well, I, well the I only go. benefit to it is because, you know, I was working a couple doubles is I wouldn't be forced to work, you know, a particularly bad shift like, you know, midnight, for example, because... You know, you can't work more than 16 hours straight. Mm-hmm. And, well, I got to trim this. Uh, you know, mostly work-related stuff. We had the inspect, like, I did the uh, city came by, and I think it was the city or the county or whatever, came by and inspected the uh, the apartment complex. Yeah. Like, the day before, I was asking me, like, hey, my, my carbon monoxide monitor's not working. Uh well, it's, it's just, you know, beeping randomly. I'm like, can you help me with it? And he comes in and brings in this uh, 2-1-1 detector of smoke and carbon monoxide. So mm-hmm. that was nice of him. And I was worried because I'm, like, like there'll be times when I'm, like, not working where I'll be just, like, sitting there like this. And, like, inside my head, I'm just, like, constantly arguing with myself or, like, things I have to do and, like, why I'm not doing them, you know what I mean? Like, it's mm-hmm. hard to just, uh, you know, force myself to do stuff like that. But as I was, like, cleaning up, you know, bags of trash and, like, old boxes from recycling, uh, you know, packages and whatnot, you know, they come in for, like, a minute or so, like, check, like, the walkways, you know, they can get in, maybe look at the bathroom, and, like, right. one guy actually, like, uses clipboard to trigger the uh, detector, and, like, they're like, okay, we're good. Thank you. I'm like, okay. I may have gotten a little worked up, but but I, like, but part of me was worried about like, oh, great, I'm going to get kicked out because I think it's too unclean or something. I wouldn't even worry about that. Yeah, but it's something look, they have to do every five years or so. But Look, if the state came around, if the city came around and saw this place, I'd be looking for a new spot in about six weeks. I'd be happy about it, but pissed off, you know, the people, uh-huh. the owners got their just desserts, but I ended up getting screwed in the process. Uh, but yeah, that's how things have been going for me. Just work stuff. And again, I'll be happy when, you know, the new year comes and people won't be, uh, well, well the how well, you know, what we'll, we'll, when the new year's over, the holidays, year comes, the holiday will be over and, you know, call-outs will be, you know, considerably, uh, you know, calmed down. Mm, okay. Because yeah. even though it says, hey, you need a doctor's note if you're going to call it sick between now and the new year, it doesn't stop people. Yeah, I believe it. I believe it. <sighs> so, yeah, that's how things have going for me. All right. Mako-chan, how was your week? How was your day? Um, same old, same old. Uh, basically, work was work. Um, we finally got some new hires in, so work is a lot less stressful. That's good. Yeah. 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 And then home, I, 
I have either been reading or I've been playing Persona 5. Of course you have. Yeah, I have been trying to switch between that and Disney Dreamlight Valley and Pokemon because holy crap, all three games at the same time and they're all, you know, kind of intensive to get going. And I'm just like, oh, I'm going to still play Persona 5. Oops. <laughs> and that reminds me, due to the crackle of the microphone, um, the mixer arrived. And when it got here, I realized something. I could have sent it to mm. her house. Shit. <laughs> I realized it after the fact. Oops. Happens to the best of us. Barry Mellon, how are you? It's been a while. Yeah, it really has. Uh, it's been kind of busy on my end. Well, uh, busy, but obviously I'm taking a break right now. So uh, I have some lovely tea for myself. And um, in general, um, just a lot of developments. Obviously, you can see um, I have also changed form for the holidays to be very cute and cuddly. Um, so hopefully not as scary as my other forms. But it also seems like you're going to push a button on your table and all these guns will just come out in a semicircular motion. <laughs> it's not <laughs> it's not knives out. We're not we're not in an action <laughs> film today. But True. but I definitely um. But so, yeah, Barry, definitely... you show your true form. <laughs> yeah, no, I, uh, yeah, no, it, it, that would be fun, though. I, I did like Knives Out. Uh, but yeah, though, it's been kind of busy. Um, so I uh, have been obviously continuing with my MMO work and also, uh, you know, what I normally do, as well as. Um, getting ready for the holidays, it's just been kind of a busy time. Um, it hasn't been too crazy for me, but it's, it's more so like, um, I don't know. It's, it's like, it's quiet, but I guess everything's kind of returning to some semblance of like people going out and doing mm -hmm. like holiday things and, um, meeting up and, and meeting in like human space and, you know, so, uh, it can be, it can be a lot for a ghostly being to inhabit a corporeal form, you know? That's so. That's true. That is so true. All right. So my weekend day, as always, it's been the same. Um, the, the tickets kind of started ticking up at work, you know, cause the holidays are coming up as in, you know, break. So people are trying to get much stuff done as possible. And now we're got to be told we got to have zero tickets by Friday. So I've already informed some users if this is not resolved by Friday, I will close it out. But you can open a new ticket in the new year. Also, I, I finally, um, I think I mentioned that I bought two more LED programmable lights. You probably cannot tell, but over here, I actually have one up here, and you could probably, maybe you can't tell because the way the sheet is glowing, because, you know, there, and then there's one back there somewhere. So now basically, every single light fixture in this apartment that I have normal access to, short of the kitchen, is all programmed by my phone, perfect for stream, working from home, or 
whatever. If I need to take pictures or something or something like that. So cool. Yeah. Nice. Also behind me, you can't tell, but there's a lot of boxes. Um, people's presence have shown up and I've been throwing them safely into boxes <laughs> to see if they fit. And then the next objective is figuring out if I'm going to have to wrap some of these or I can buy like, you know, pre-wrapped uh, packages, drop it in, seal it, put it in a shipping envelope or box and send it on its merry little way. So I will pro so I will probably start on that this Wednesday or Thursday. And the goal is to get all of the packages shipped out. I'm still waiting on one order. And then I can definitely ship those out. And I also realize that I will be doing some overtime while I'm on vacation this week. And you're probably wondering, well, why are you, if you're on vacation, why are you working? Extra money, essentially. They're upgrading the Wi-Fi network at work, so they need some extra hands. So next Monday and Tuesday, I'll go in for like eight hours or six hours, whatever. Do what has to be done and come home, you know. And then... Good money. Yeah. And then they need people to be on call for the help desk. Because let's be real. Even if the office is closed for two weeks, that does not mean people aren't going to work. So, basically, I get to get up. For about six and a half hours, keep an eye on the laptop. Make sure my my Zoom phone is up and running. Outside of that, I'll be on my Xbox. <laughs> oh, man. So that's been our weeks and days. So we're going to go ahead and go over into housekeeping. Let me go ahead and update that. Wonderful. Just so you know, episodes of Anime Jam Session will go up uh, Thursdays at 12 noon. If it's not up by 12 noon, I probably forgot, and it'll be going up as soon as possible. Um, again, this is also our last episode of the year. We will return on January 10th, 2023, and we'll probably do a recap of what, what was missed over those three weeks, important stuff, and we'll just see how things roll. So that's basically is that. And now we're here for the next part of the show, uh, Geek Roundtable, which I think this is the part of the show y'all really stick around for. We'll show off some of our cool, geeky things, and we talk more about the geekier aspects of our life. So, Ari, you kick things off while I temporarily shut uh, my camera while I grab some swag that, that I've bought over the last couple of days. Uh, okay, then. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's not as geeky as other things, but I did finally get replacement bed sheets for uh my bed a whole new uh bed set and everything because what happened was i only you really have like one at a time you know i wash it and all that but it got a hole in it and this was before i even like overloaded the dryer and some of the uh stuff got burned and melted together it was kind of disgusting so it and then like the uh the fitted sheet like got a hole in it, and then that just got worse and worse. So it was like torn completely across lengths. I'm like, out of hell with this. So I just ordered these off Amazon, and uh, it they feel just great. I mean, nice and soft. It's like microfibers in the pillowcases and the cover. Oh, it feels so good. I mean, 
still sucks that I don't get to use them that much because all the overtime been working, but you know. Hey, it works though. Uh-huh. I kind of have like not really soft, soft sheets, but they're like they call varsity sheets. I got them from like like Jersey. Yeah, I got them from uh Target. They're really nice though, but what sucks is the pillowcases. It's like after you wash them, they tend to shrink and it's like on an angle. I'm just like, the hell? Anywho. Uh-huh. Uh, let's see who our next uh, person is. Uh, Mako-chan. Yes? What, are, what do you have to show for a Geek Roundtable? Um, I'm showing the boys off again. <sighs> what? It's kind of hard to see. Exactly. That's because they're in there and... Shut up. They're mm-hmm. camera shy. I think she's making an attempt. Yeah. And for those they of you who are... About, they just want nothing to do with anybody right now, so... For, for I those, mean, they were on camera. For those of you who are listening to the podcast, as we've mentioned before, Mako-chan has a couple of pet sugar gliders, and the camera is on them. And she was just trying to make an attempt to get them to come out and stare at the camera. Well, uh, they were out for a little while, and they hear me, so they're kind of just... Like hiding again, <laughs> or they're just waiting for you to go away. That pretty much, pretty much, they like the quiet. Um, they're not for loud noises and excitement like that. So for me to be in here and chit chatting, mm-hmm. it's annoying for them. But yeah, I mean, I just I will keep the camera on them as I said until the new year. Uh just because it saves me from having to decide on something else to put on there. <laughs> Fine. All, all right, Barry, what cool projects are you working on? Did we lose her? Well, uh, for this upcoming year, um, I have obviously taken uh, December off from streaming i guess to the <laughs> to my lovely lovely community but um mm-hmm. just putting a lot of work into the um you know <laughs> the work on the back end of things and trying to uh sort out all of the plans for next year so that it's a little bit less stressful and um yeah just generally for geeky things i would say uh, I've been working on a few costumes and stuff from my NG uh, from the game that I play. So I play mm-hmm. a game called No uh, Nino Kuni Cross Worlds, and the my NG wears a bunch of costumes. So I have a bunch of cosplay that I am making. But uh, for those who are OG viewers of the channel, you guys know that I am a uh, you know I I so. Uh, professionally so I have been making the clothing to last slash go into my normal wardrobe and um, yeah so that's kind of the geeky thing I've been doing I've I've made um, about three outfits almost done so and I'm I'm looking to make more of them so I will be hopefully wearing some of those outfits too I am so glad to hear that All right, so, well, 
well, fuck me, it's out of stock. Well, and, I'll, and I'll get into that. <laughs> I'll explain why I said that in just a bit. So, as I mentioned previously, I got a holiday bonus from work. So I decided to spend some of it on myself. And I got a couple of more gifts. So, oddly enough, I went into GameStop and I bought some more Funko Pops. Did <laughs> anything good? Sergeant Slaughter. Nice. This is one of three brand new pops that I bought. And the reason why I said fuck is because I shared on my personal Facebook earlier uh, the Wednesday Adams Funko Pop. And Hot Topic is now sold out of the pre-orders on them. Really? I can't imagine why. Yeah, I didn't... They were sold out as soon as I looked. Say what? Very upset. Say what? I said when I looked for myself, they were already sold out. I think this is the first one of the few times they hot topic is sold out, you know, this quick or the time that this popped up, which does make sense. This is from like 11 days ago. So, so of course, but I am finding it pre-orders elsewhere. So, um, I'll leave that right there right where that is. So I decided to go just looking originally i went looking on hot topic to see if i could find it and then i google searched it but um mako you might want to stay off a hot topic right now why uh there is a limited edition blink 182 funko pop set i've seen that uh there's also pop jack skellington in a red suit think i've seen santa jack before okay and they and let's see there is a crow uh funko pop figurine a funko pop figurine yep the funko the crow uh see funko the crow soda eric draven vinyl figure damn i think (laughs) someone just got quiet (laughs) And of course, there's a deluxe Maleficent pop. It's where she's standing out, like on these stones, and she's holding up her bird. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm actually looking at the actual the crow Funko Pop. Yeah. Um, the regular Funko Pop mm-hmm. is a hundred and something dollars. Yeah. And the 25th anniversary glow in the dark. One is $300. And this is a part of the show where you say, I have both. <laughs> no, this is the part of the show where I say, uh, if anybody would like to get me something for Christmas <laughs> or my birthday. Remember, I will be turning 40. So thank the old lady. And uh Yeah. And there's also a Whitney Houston uh, Funko Pop to to commemorate the movie. Uh, Downside, it doesn't doesn't come with a little vial of crack. Uh. I'm actually seeing a couple of other pops here that I might have to pick up for a friend. I'm probably going to end up ordering... I see one that that I'm probably going to pre-order and just Actually, no, not pre-order. Do they have this? 
Oh yeah, they have it, but un- but I but it's unavailable for store pickup. So I'm probably gonna have to order it and send it to a friend and be like, "Here's your very late belated Christmas gift." Oh look, my boys are on stream. <laughs> oh, there they are. And I just got a um a message from Koi. She's like she says she's still working after chaos hit at work. She's like she says, have drinks and lots of fun. Love you all. Uh after some of the shit I've seen at work, I don't think I have enough drinks. <laughs> then again, I only did have the one case. And I only brought that at like bought that after I was like looking in the local look liquor store because like I didn't want to have to drive down to Cape May to uh, get alcohol because right. you know, Cape May Brewing does good stuff. But I'm like mm-hmm. looking around, like, and when I found the uh, when I found this stuff, you know, it's from uh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? It's from Yards Brewery in Philly. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was just like looking around, like idly, like talking to someone, like, oh, sorry, they may like. I was, like I legit did not mean for my headphones to fly off, <laughs> mm. but yeah, I saw the, I saw that with the uh, Nintendo Power style packaging and logos. I'm like, I have to have this now. <laughs> like you saw it on my personal fan pa- uh, Facebook page too. No, I don't think I saw it. I have I was to, like, look at this alcohol. Look at it. I have to blame the uh, the, the algorithms, you know. Of course, but yeah, it's like. It was like it's three different IPAs of varying levels of uh, intensity and darkness. And that's the thing I don't like. I, I've come to the realization I hate. I, I don't like IPAs. They're very. Hit I mean, or they're miss. they're like hit or miss for me. It's, but it's 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 just hoppy and a bitterness. But enough about that. I think we've kind of done as much as we can when in regards to not going any further than we can. But um, as I've said, we're doing things a little bit differently this year. So we're going to be more chill. We'll have a little bit more fun on the show. Um, we still have some stories, but we but we might not even get to all of them. Depends on how we feel and how, how we get through tonight's uh, stuff. So the next thing, if, if anybody's up for, crazy Christmas stories. Anything just interesting or strange holiday stuff that has happened to you. Yeah, the ones I have are kind of are kind of depressing, and it's starting me on the road to uh, let, minimizing yeah. contact with the with the mom. Yeah, let 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 us not. I, I I don't need a phone call from a local therapist saying they need they need to get in touch with you. I <laughs> we absolutely cannot have that. Yeah. I'm trying to remember because I know I've grew, I've had some interesting things happen to me around the holidays, and I just can't remember half of them. So, what about Is you? Is that the alcohol speaking? No. Oh. I guess, you know, pushing forward, I just kind of block stuff out. You know, it happens. Yeah. Barry, any interesting Christmas stories you've, stories you've had growing up or... I mean, I guess party stories. Uh, I ended up at a mermaid party at one point. Uh, Yeah. yeah. Oh, that happened. During the holidays. Mm. How did that happen? (laughs) 
when you uh, when you when you get involved with certain circles of society, uh, yeah. you sometimes get invited to the pool parties of mermaids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that sounds like but, fun. But uh, yeah, no, it is, and I'm I'm speaking legitimately. I I actually have been to um a, like a professional mermaid pool party, and mm. uh, it's just. Yeah, it's it's exactly what you think it is, uh, like a hot tub party, and it and it's just good. It's really fun. Oh, and it's just, you know, um, I think it was mostly just kind of, uh, I mean, there were celebrations. Obviously, there were costumes and things of that nature, but it was with mermaids. Ah, mm. uh, so like it was just kind of fun. around the pool with like, you know, costume mermaid tails on you. I was not one, but uh, yeah, the mermaids did, in fact, have tails. Yes. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You can't like drop a pool party story on a guy who loves summer and loves swimming and hates winter. So. <laughs> yeah, I know it, it was very summery for the for the season, but it was it was because they they had their own hot tub. It was very cold outside of the hot tub, but. I can uh, it was quite enjoyable otherwise. Okay, like, I, fair. Even living in my apartment, I still get ads for like things like getting your own hot like hot tub at like super cheap rates. Or like this accessory will keep you from getting cold feet walking out to your hot tub, and it's like a series of like rubber mats. And like, yeah, that'll look great in the corner of my living room where the freaking air conditioner is. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, on a side note, before we can get derailed, uh, Mako-chan, mm-hmm. do you have the Elvira Blacklight uh, Funko Pop? I, no. <laughs> I, 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 I wasn't sure because I found a place to pre-order. So, you know, just saying if you are interested. Perhaps. It, it comes out next month. Perhaps. Uh-huh. Oh, I did. I did send a, a gift straight to a DJ, our DJ AJ. She loved it. What did you get her? I got her this uh, ring toss drinking game. Oh boy! I'll. Uh, this isn't the exact one I got, but I will post a link to it in the chat. Mm-hmm. Sure. I may have seen a video of it on my. Uh, that, that's not the right link. God damn it! Anyway. You uh, push these rings back and forth on one another, and we get. And when you uh, get your ring hooked, you push the shot glass one section towards your opponent, mm-hmm. and whoever pushes it off the edge towards the opponent completely makes them drink. Oh, okay. It is a lot of fun, and I can only imagine. I can only imagine you know, playing it with someone as the alcohol starts flowing more and more. That is a long ass link, dude. <coughs> you are right, the, uh, right there. Thing. Yeah, it was just the first thing I uh, control C it on. Okay. I actually have a, an, a, an add on that says clean copy link that gives you just a link, no add on, and all of that stuff for tracking or people Is that getting for, uh, credits and stuff. Web browser? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's an. Uh, I. It should be in the Chrome Web Store. 
I, I actually sold it on somebody else's computer when I was working, so huh. stole it. You got inspired. Ah, inspired, stole, same thing. All right, so I believe I do have one Christmas story. It's a post-Christmas story. And for those of you who don't know, before I st- got my way back into the private sector, I spent maybe off and on 10 years in retail. So things have been interesting. You know, I've had people come up to me asking for XYZ item, and I'm like, we don't have it. We don't carry it. And I always found it amusing that, you know, when I worked at Staples, the day before Christmas, it was quiet because, honestly, nobody's coming into Staples to do Christmas shopping. Even though Staples does have a computer and tech section, but still, nobody's coming in. Especially if there's a Best Buy next door. Just saying. (laughs) But this is a tried and true story. And I kind of enjoy telling it. So here it goes. Day after Christmas, I, I go into work. And at the time, I worked on Geek Squad. Now, one thing you don't, if you don't know about Geek Squad, is that if you return anything electronic, they have to test it and make sure that it works. I don't know if they still do it now, but when I worked there, that's basically what we had to do. So, people were returning a lot of electronic stuff. So, we, you know, we had to test it and make sure it was working. While at the same time we were fixing and troubleshooting computers, we had a system. If the we had one person working in the back on their on the computers. That way, work can actual work can get done, and they will rotate out like every two three hours or something like that. That way, somebody can be behind the scenes, kind of just kind of be away from it all, you know. So I, in a way, I kind of had my fill of returns, and somebody returned a five point one Panasonic surround sound stereo system. And customer service rolls, puts it on the truck, on the little flatbed truck, and rolls it over to me, and I, and I, and I just wanted to go scream like Charlie Brown, you know. Ah! Thank you, Ari. <laughs> so my man, my supervisor's like, take a deep breath, you got this, because my mind had just kind of fried, and he's like, just test one speaker at a time. So that's uh, what, what I did. I took out the receiver, all of the, the speakers, and I tested each one at a time. Now, I don't know how it is now, but return lines after the holidays are long. So word of advice, if you get something cool, if you get something for Christmas that you want to return, don't go to the store the day after Christmas. Wait a couple of days. If you have to, if there's something that you want, just go ahead and buy it and then just return it. Some stores will allow you to return that item and repurchase it with the store credit. But your mileage may vary. So, this guy is being very impatient. And he's agitated. And we tell him he'll have to wait just like everybody else. And I'm working, and he's just screaming at us to hurry up because he has to be somewhere. 
And we're like, you have to wait your turn. And then I hear, no, fuck this. I want my money now. And I stop and I turn. This dude jumped up on the counter screaming at us. Good God. And for those of you who don't know, I I served in the Marine Corps. Also, I was raised by three generations of Southern angry women. As Kagomi four ten eighty eight says, Mega Chad. Yeah, I am not allowing a Mega Chad to get under my skin. But I'll let you know when you cross the line. So I'm looking up at him. I'm like, excuse me. And he's just screaming, fix, you know, I'm like, look, motherfucker, you got to wait just like everybody else. And you need to take yourself off the counter. And I'm screaming back at him. My team is like, stop, 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 stop. Supervisor comes through and he's just like, he's telling the guy to jump you know, t- down and he's threatening to fight all of us. And I'm just like, is that a threat? Are, are you threatening me? You know, the whole, those of you who have seen uh, live action Scooby-Doo, are you threatening me? You know, it, are you challenging me? <laughs> yeah, are you challenging me? It was like that. I'm like, is that a threat? Honestly, I was ready to clock out and just like throw hands. My supervisor says, go take a walk in the back. Go take a walk in the back. And, 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 and I sulk off because I'm really pissed off at this guy, you know? And I go back, I go back to the, to the back room. And we have, there's a section called car audio where you handle all the car audio and all of that. The supervisor there I'm chill with walks in and he's like, dude, what happened? We heard the yelling. And I tell him exactly what happened. He goes, come on, let's go. I'm like, what do you mean let's go? He's like, come on, let's go. Fine. I get up and I follow behind him. And then I realize everybody in car audio is just flanked behind behind us. So we walk to the front and he tells the supervisor, you know, I think Ronma is good. Ronma is good. So what's also interesting is that there was an undercover officer in the store at the time when this happened. Oh, boy. And, you know, they take my story and they ask me, do I want to press charges? Because it was basically he threatened me, you know, it was a threat. So I say, yes, I would like to press charges. Homeboy was dragged out in cuffs in two seconds flat. And now that, hmm? that's kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and, and there's more. There's more. Now, after I guess after my shift or whatever, I, I go home. At, I was living with my god sister at the time, and Best Buy was basically like a f- five, six block walk from the house. I would just basically, let's see, leave the store, go up. I would just make a left le- walking out of the store cut through the gate, walk up the street, make another left, walk up about six blocks, go up the hill, make a right. (coughs) The house is over there. So I don't know if this person was with, 
this that a car came up. So, and they were shouting something about at me in regards to what happened at the store. So, I don't know if it was in reference, as in they knew that person or not. Were they good things? I don't know. Not? I wasn't really paying attention, but I did get the license plate. And I, and I did tell somebody that knows people. And I'm just like, well, they know the story. And I told them, oh, here's the license plate number. Do I know what happened? No. Do I want to know what happened? Not really. All I know is there's an ending. And that's Kagomi 1488 says, talk about decking the halls. Man, listen, if you want to see some real decking the halls, go on YouTube and look up Black Friday videos. Hmm. Oh, God. Those things make me lose my faith in humanity. Well, thankfully, before the pandemic, things were getting better because <laughs> retail stores were realizing we can only let a few people in at a time. Simple as that. And now with the pandemic and the fact that I don't know if you realize Black Friday sales this year started on the last week of October because it was going right into November that week. The sales had already started. Mm -hmm. And Nemesis 47 says, I can see Ron decking this Chad in one of those chokeholds they showed in the Marine martial arts back in Paris Island. Uh, well, it's not called Marine Martial Arts. It's just called Combat Hitting Skills. So, yeah. I thought it was MK MC Map. I don't. Marine Corps Martial Arts Program? That might be a program, but I did. that might be something totally different. So, I didn't I've do that. I've also heard the term Semper Fu floating around. Oh. <laughs> you learn something new every day. So, anywho. Now that we got that out the way, stories working around in retail. Well, now that we got that out the way, let's talk about best and worst Christmas gifts. I'm talking gifts that you've given to people to be petty, or gifts you've gotten you're just like, what the fuck, man? Yeah, I've I've grown up being like being, where uh, absolute, uh, you know, gratitude is a must. Mm -hmm. You even show so much as a hint of a. Uh, questioning about it, you just get chewed the fuck out <sighs> and i have it on my sister too so it's not just me but and honestly i've never given gifts just to be petty to people like that's not something i've done i mean sure there's been a whole bunch of times where mm -hmm. i've had to you know buy gifts for uh other family members and you know especially my sister who uh isn't compelled to spend as much on others. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, like one time I got like this, like Axe body spray, like gift box. It was like less than 10 bucks. Mm -hmm. And like, like a, I don't wear Axe and B that shit is just like, like the shit they make. It just stinks. Anyway. I'm like, I have no use for this. I have no, I went to like three different retailers to like, try to figure out where I can, you know, return it, and like, and it's just like, I found out I got like $9 and change, I was just like, oh. 
This was not worth it. Honestly, I I would have kept it personally. I just added it to you know I already wear deodorant, so I just wear the axe as a cologne of sorts, you know, and just roll just roll with the punches. Yeah, but I was at this point where I I associated you know axe with like really or like the attitudes of like people who wear it have, especially like especially like things like uncleanliness and thinking it's a what it's a, a suitable replacement for showers. Right. So that that part was just like lingering in my head. I'm like, no, I don't want to do that. Uh, the OX seventy five says just give gift cards. But see, the thing is, when I had, like, it was very one sided. Like, my mom and my sister, especially, like they. It's a, uh, you mean the Smash player shower? Thank you. Thank Touche. <laughs> but yeah, they could show all the uh, indignity that they wanted, and you know, s- screw me for uh, thinking it's not right. <laughs> uh, that's family for you. I mean, honestly, I can't. Rem- it's been years since I've given anybody in my immediate family gifts. It's like, eh, here's a card, and they're appreciative of it, and I like to leave it like that. Everybody else, well, you know, you you probably get something. All right. I mean, let's see. I, I tend to give some really good gifts. They're good, yet practical. I remember for a friend, you know, I think she had just gotten out of a relationship, you know, and I figured, get her a nice gift. Something nice. So, I got her a Sailor Moon wallet. And some Zelda socks from Old Navy because only because they were on clearance. And I'm just like, two bucks for a three pack? I'll grab three pairs, you know, three packs. You know, why not? You know, and I I wrap it and pack it up and I I send it um, on its way. And I couldn't. I don't, I'm not sure if she was appreciative, but it was like, she was basically saying, this is too much. And I'm sitting here going, how is a geek wallet and geek socks too much? Maybe she wasn't expecting anything at all. (sighs) Or she just, you know, doesn't expect to be given gifts like that. I I think... I I think the gifts I gave her were probably better than half the shit that her, her then boyfriend gave her. You know, mm. let, let's ask uh, the ladies of the show and the non-binary, Mako, Barry. If 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 a friend or whatever gave you a gift like a wallet or socks. Or t-shirt or something. Would you think they're crossing the line? What do you mean by crossing the line? As in, you think it was a cheap way out? Not a no, not a cheap way out. Thinking that you overspent, or you know, or it's like. To this person, I think that the, the socks in the wallet was equivalent to like a diamond ring or something. Uh, 
I I don't know. I have never looked at a gift like that before. Okay. Especially one during the holidays. Okay. Just that was uh, something they thought to give to me, and I say mm-hmm. thank you. Come on. All right. Cool. Barry. I'm sure that it's coming from like a place of self-deprecation, maybe like mm-hmm. you feel you don't deserve the gift or you oh, God, maybe were not expecting it at all. So I could see someone uh, maybe refusing a gift like that. I, I wouldn't say it crosses a line. I would just say that they're maybe feeling so gracious that they're overwhelmed by the the effort. Especially since you said that they had been looking for that item, right? Like they had been looking for something no, like that item. They weren't. I, it so, was like I just thought it was. Oh, they cool. weren't. No, it's like I I know her fandoms and I know mm-hmm. she's into Sailor Moon, so I got her the wallet. You know. That, oh. Okay. Now the wallet, I kind of made a high priority because it was coming out of China, so I wanted to make sure it got here in time. Mm-hmm. But you know, and I was out at Home Depot, not Home Depot, Old Navy. And I just saw Zelda socks, and they and they were on clearance. It was like a three pack for two bucks, so I bought like two yeah. three packs. I'm like, here, you know. I just thought it was cool. Yeah, I mean, a lot of it too is the the friendship that you have with that person, and if um, I guess if you you know the person and you know them well, and they maybe just seem very gracious for the gift, um, it it can also catch you off guard, like. Especially since it seems like you put a lot of thought into the gift. So maybe they were overwhelmed by that as well. Um, If I ever get gifts like that, especially because I'm very much more practical, Mm -hmm. I tend to focus on enjoying people's company Mm -hmm. rather than what they bring to me. So I can kind of relate. I definitely appreciate gifts that are given, but I understand being overwhelmed when you're not expecting much of anything. Yeah, but are you going to, like, kind of yell at the person for giving you the gift? Oh, no, I wouldn't yell. I wouldn't yell at all. Uh, I'd be surprised, maybe. But I I don't think I would. No, I wouldn't yell or anything. Yeah. Because, like I said, to me, to me, a, a practical gift is something that you can use almost every day. Mm-hmm. That's, that's me. You know. Like, socks. Geek socks are practical. I have a pair of Venus socks I have not worn because I think they're too cool to be worn, you know, but still a practical. That sounds about right. Yeah. It's kind of practical, you know, so. Let's see. I remember, like I said, when it comes to practical, I remember a couple of years, I gave my old roommate, I bought him a white and nerdy hoodie, you know, Weird Al's white and nerdy, you know, for Christmas. Uh-huh. And it was really nice, you know. I remember another year, I got him a, uh, not a massage chair, but the massage kit that goes on the chair. Like the pad. Yeah. And the thing is, now you're probably thinking, that's expensive. You bought something that expensive for your roommate? I did, but at the same time, I did not. The whole, like, setup, you know, for your back, your arms, and all of your thigh, all of that, that was selling for $179. It was on clearance for 17 bucks. So Good deal. I, well, yeah. And then, 
I actually realized one of the gifts he got me for Hanukkah, I actually lost. It might be somewhere on Mako-chan's floor. Um, it's my utility. I may have to order another one, but I realized when I came back home, it wasn't on my key ring. So, you know, but the gift, I will always talk about this. Always. And I don't care what people think. I actually gave this away to somebody on like either my Facebook or my live journal. I, I don't remember. It's that we're going that far back. I understand being practical. And then there's cheap. My root my roommate's fiance at the time now wife gave me a plastic sandwich holder as a Christmas gift. Ouch. I remember that. I think you were there for that, weren't you? I'm pretty sure I was there for that one. Wrapped in everything. I unwrapped it. The price tag was still on the container. Oh, God. That just makes it extra tacky. Yeah, two dollars. How the hell do you keep a straight face when you're looking at that, huh? Not very. But I just like, you know, and I just left it at that. That's absolutely nuts. All right. Uh, Mako, Barry, a gift that you liked or a gift that you absolutely hated? Um, no gift that I've absolutely hated. Um, I, I do know that I had some family that really didn't know me. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when you're young and everybody's asking, okay, what do you like? You know, what's your favorite animal? Mm-hmm. And for millions of Christmases after that, that's the only thing they get you. Right. Meanwhile, it's, you know, five, ten years later, and you've really outgrown that period in your childhood. So there was a point that um, some of my family started getting me dolphin figurines. Mm-hmm. And I'm all for that. I, you know, I, I love dolphins. They are one of my favorite animals, even to this day. But, you know, at a certain point, you, that's just not what I want in my room. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I ended up with three or four of them before they just started giving me money. Well, money's always good. Yeah, I mean, I'm more inclined to enjoy money because then I can put it towards what I want. But I'm just like, I, you know grew out of that whole wanting to be a marine biologist by the time I was, you know, 12. Mm-hmm. And they were still getting me dolphin figurines until I was like 15 or 16. So, I mean, that was just, you know, kind of awkward. It's like they don't know how to read the room. Yeah, I mean, or they granted, were too senile was dragons, to read the room. Dragons and stuff like that, I would have enjoyed it a hell of a lot more. 
but that's my decorating aesthetic. I think they were. I think they were too senile to read the room. No, the they're just very set in their ways. Mm. Like they are off the boat Italian, set in their ways kind of people. Uh, but yeah, I mean, other than that, I just you know, uh, gifts that I've absolutely loved. Um, I don't know. I guess you know. Depends on the Christmas. Uh, getting Lego Dimensions was kind of cool. Yeah, that's cool. Um, you know, so that you know, I'll put up there as one of the favorites. Um, I guess when my aunt got me the entire set of Power Pony figures. Yeah. That was cool. Um, but there's like there's always something not necessarily because of the price tag or anything like that. It's it's definitely the thought that counts. So those are always the gifts that I find are the most pleasing. It, I know it's the thought that counts, but sometimes you're just like, you didn't put much thought into this one, did you? Yeah. <laughs> Have you guys gotten or given any gifts as uh, inside jokes? Yes, I have. Oh, do tell. Bronma gets me coal almost every year. There you go. <laughs> I kept threatening one year till I actually shipped it and it was a bag of coal. Yeah. Literal coal? Yes. Yes, literal coal. Not even the candy. Literal coal. Yep. Uh, do you have a gas grill or no? My grill is gas. Yeah. But this was years ago. You ended up throwing it out anyway, didn't you? No, I still have it. Oh, wow. It's, you know, packed somewhere. <laughs> which, that reminds me, I have to go through a lot of that stuff because I have to find my Velma cosplay. Oh, yeah. I have to order a new, I have to order a 2XL shirt. Yeah, I'm just like, oh, hey, I need that for New Year's Eve. Okay, great. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I mean... You know, I, I I think I've gotten some kind of, like, gaggy gifts before. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I, te I tend Very to... Very poor choice of words, gaggy. <laughs> I tend to give people a lot of booze as gifts. Because you can't go wrong with that. Exactly. There are very, very few people in my life that don't enjoy, you know, a nice bottle of something. Ronma421 says, on one hand, that's foul. On the other hand, that's funny as hell. Good job, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Thank you. Hang on. Mm -hmm. uh, my local, you know, cluster of friends, we had... Uh, a lot of us used to get to get together for uh, you know watching like wrestling pay per views and whatnot. And around the time that uh, that Tyler Breeze debuted in WWE mm -hmm. on his own, like his shtick that he would come out with a f with the, like a selfie stick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brought, like lined like with a feather boa wrapped around it. Mm -hmm. And the first time they saw me, like the the, the first time I saw it with them there. Like, oh, I was there with everybody else. And I guess they noticed my my expression was just like, 
and you know, and they also said like between the, you know, that and the fact that I that I take you know really good care of my hair and it was like super long back before I had to get it all chopped off. Like a couple of years ago, I actually did one of them did actually get me a selfie stick for Christmas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I I just like when I opened them to. Like everyone was just laughing. I was just looking at it like, really. Hmm. <laughs> oh boy. <sighs> what about you, Barry? Um, I would say most of the time, gifts and stuff that I really enjoy. Um, that I have enjoyed rather. Um, I, again, I tend to be pretty practical. So if it fits within, like, obviously being a digital being, you know, it works more into my lifestyle. Um, but I would say I have never really received a gift that I didn't like. Um, but I would say I much prefer things that are like, like most of the time, my favorite gifts are the ones that are edible. Mm. Well, yeah, you can't, you can't go wrong with that. So. I would keep that in mind, but I'm fairly certain you'd get busted for shipping edibles across state borders. No, I, I didn't mean like that. I meant like, <laughs> I meant like cookies and things. I meant like cookies and candies and stuff like that. So, Mako, you're uh, likely safe. Yes, yes, smart Alex. Yes, yes. <laughs> hey, yo. All right, now, now that we got that out the way, uh, we're going to get into the part of the show that you're probably sticking around for is Meanwhile in Japan. We have some interesting stories that Mako has found. We may not get to all of them, but we'll get to a lot, few of them. Let's, all right, so who's going first? Let's see what we have here. Uh, I'm, I, uh, you know what? I'm going to take the third story. I'll take the fifth story. Mm-hmm. Marco. Um, I'll take the second one. There we go. And uh, I guess I'll take that fourth one then, if it ever decides to load on me. All right, so no one's taking the first story, and that I can be... take that one too. If no, there's no, it's there's, actually loaded. There's no need. We'll retire okay. that one. And for those of you who are who are wondering if you did not check out like the the title description, um, uh, what is it? Yeah, condom company names 14th generation condom ambassador. You know, that's what that was. So, but we're going to bypass that. And we're going to talk about the yield saying, fuck around and find out. It's and meaning that a kid bragged about being a thug. He gets beat up and also arrested. In the same day. Dumbass. <laughs> yeah, there are some things in this world you just don't. I mean, yeah, especially when the Yakuza are involved. Especially, yeah. yeah. So, um, back in the fall, two junior high school kids in Saitama um, on social media both thought that they were 
the most famous thug in their prefecture. So a 14-year-old boy started with, I'm the most famous Yankee in Saitama. Um, and Japanese, Yankee is Japanese slang for juvenile delinquent. A 15-year-old junior high school girl then replied with, I'm a more famous Yankee than you are. So it was decided that the two would meet up in person and bring a group of supporters with them. Mm. So it's unclear exactly what happened at the meeting, but apparently the girl and her group were outnumbered rather than accept this as a sign of her inferior level of Yankee renown. On a later date, the girl reached out to another acquaintance of hers who happens to be a 25-year-old man who is a member of the Yakuza. Whoops. Yeah. So the organized crime syndicate member mobilized a crew estimated at 28 people strong and requiring six cars. In the pre-dawn hours of October 2nd, the group then abducted the 14-year-old boy from his home Mm. and dragged him into the car. Over the next four hours, the boy was driven to three different locations, including a riverside and a parking lot where he was punched, kicked, and beaten with a metal pipe, suffering broken ribs, a broken nose, and other injuries, which doctors say will take three months to heal. Ouch. Police reports say that both male and female perpetrators were involved in the abduction and beatings, and have now arrested 11 people, with those arrested ranging in age from 15 to 25, and including at least one junior high and senior high school student. And while the identity of the Yakuza member can be revealed, unfortunately, because of the underage, uh, underagedness of the 15-year-old girl and the 14-year-old boy, because they're still minors, their names are not released to the public. So, unfortunately, their ordeal hasn't really helped either of their claims of fame. Womp womp. Well, that sucks. I just, I, I can't imagine going as a, as a Yakuza member, as a 25-year-old, I can't imagine... With, you know, nothing else happening other than, you know, broken pride, kidnapping a 14-year-old and beating the ever-loving crap out of him. Ron before 21 said, believes that the girl was still was more gangster. In a way, I, I think so. Like, because Definitely it, that yeah. she got the freaking Yakuza involved. I mean, in a way that, like, growing up in the hood... That shit happened like as a normal thing, but it wasn't someone that was in the hood. It was your older brother or somebody that was in the local gang be like, yo, do we have a problem here? If you've seen Don't Be a Menace in South Central or Drinking Your Juice in the Hood, <laughs> you'll understand where I'm oh, going God, with Oh, God, that title is hilarious. Yeah, I know. I mean, I saw the movie, but God damn. <laughs> Just so you know, there is a uncut, there's a director's cut version of that, and I own it. Nice. Yeah. So now the next thing we're going to talk about is how a guy was arrested for using coffee milk to vandalize a ticket gate. 
and me personally, I think it's a sin that you will that you would do something like that to anything coffee related. And I kind of figured that's how you'd react. Yeah, basically. Let me go ahead and open this up and let me bring this up. So now because of the dense traffic that goes through train stations in Japan's major urban areas, the railways have turned to technology to help streamline the process. Sensors that allow you to pay automatically with your smart card or smartphone, and even more recently with your face, have been detect been developed, which I think is a good thing. All these advancements, the days of the humble paper ticket may be numbered. And without those tickets, we may never see incidents like what happened last week in Sato City, Aichi Prefecture. So what happened around 10.30 that morning, staff at Sato Shiyakushahome, no, Seto Shiyakushahome Station, they saw a middle-aged man pouring something into the slot of the ticket gate. An employee caught the man and turned him over to the cops when they arrived. It seems that this guy was pouring bottled coffee milk into the slot. Coffee milk is a very sweet flavored milk with a popularity on par with chocolate milk in Western countries like here. It's undeniably tasty. There is little evidence to support that ticket gates would also enjoy its creamy sweetness. So why would you do something like that? Now, it has Get been, it, you don't want to pay the fare. True. It has been said that there are cases like this have been happening at that station previously. And employees at that station were on the lookout for suspicious people when this happened. The station is normally unmanned because of past damage, but someone was placed on duty that day. It wasn't clear whether it was the same 53-year-old man that was involved in that vandalism and prior incidents. And police are currently investigating that. When the cops interrogated him, the man re reportedly said, I did it by mistake. How do you do something like that by mistake? Uh. It's been somewhat conceivable that this could have been done accidentally, but gotta be holding the bottle right at the neck while attempting to insert the ticket with the, with the same hand or something like that. It's like you're putting in a ticket and you're holding it and it pours all over itself, you know? Nobody does that. Netizens had various things to say about that, such as he's probably going to be on the hook for a considerable amount of money. Oh, well, if it was just a mistake, I think we should let him go. Can they even clean that out or do they have to buy a new gate? What was he trying to achieve? If you have a ticket in one hand and coffee in another, maybe, but if he did it many times before, there's no excuse. Now, the price of one of these ticket gates range based on its functionality. Anywhere from 6.5 million to 15 million yen, which ranges from 47000 to $109,000 US. And if this was the kind that could handle both paper tickets and near-field and near communication payments, by near field, I mean when you take your debit card and you tap it and it goes through, or when you use your cell phone and you tap it and it goes through. That's near field communication payments. Then that will be more on the expensive side. Now, if it was a mistake, you got to prove that it may prove to be a costly one. But if it was intentional, 
It's hard to imagine a dark hotel will resort to destructive behavior. Coffee milk is absolutely delicious, and anyone who would deliberately waste it like that is a true menace to society. And I have to say, kind of, sort of, yeah. Let's see, what else do we have here? Um, Mako, I think you were taking... No, no, you already went, sorry. Ari, you were taking the uh, Pokemon story. Uh, Yep. Mm -hmm. A Japanese fish that beat Pokemon Sapphire is retiring... Oh, fish, plural, are retiring from video game streaming. Mm. Uh, the... Mute Kimaru channel first brought Pokemon's fans' attention back in the summer of 2020 when it began featuring videos of a Siamese fighting fish swimming around a tank, visually divided into separate sections. Each of the sections was mapped to, a, to correspond to a button input for a Nintendo GameCube running Pokemon Sapphire for the GBA, thereby letting the fish play the game. Over the next two and a half years, Mute Kimaru's channel's team of aquatic gamers won gym badges, Uncovered glitches that humans hadn't been able to for nearly two decades, and eventually beat the game. It's been an incredibly heartwarming ride, but now it's come to a close, and with the Kimura channel on edge appropriately in a Pokemon Sapphire style video. Like, I heard to quit your job and you haven't been playing your YouTube channel at all. What's the deal? Sounds like you came to a decision after giving it a lot of thought. So, in any case, I'm hearing you right. You're closing down the Pokemon playing Fish Project. Is that right? That's understandable. And there's also a YouTube video of the entire conversation. Mm. Uh, Kimaru's fish aquariums and the gameplay video make it equipment currently take up an entire room in his home. He's soon going through a change of lifestyle and won't be able to have space for the fish's habitats. So he's come to the decision to bring his YouTube channel to an end. They'll be going to a new home at Mutakimaru's parents' house, where the family will be taking care of them and can still check on them when he comes to visit. And on the plus side, well, Mutakimaru won't be posting any new videos to the channel. His old ones will remain up. And he's, he's also planned a special farewell video, which streamed on his channel at 6 p.m. on December 11th. Mm -hmm. I had to read this off my phone because my computer was doing this thing where uh, it just hangs on the... Oh, now it fucking loads properly. It's probably the website. I wouldn't worry too, too much about it. That wasn't just this website doing it, but nonetheless, yeah, it's not nearly as insane as a uh, Twitch plays Pokemon, but mm. still pretty crazy looking. I believe it. Vibing about the fish, huh, Barry? She's in the zone. Yeah, I just I think it's really cool. I am happy that they're getting uh. I am happy they're getting a good home and that they'll have many more days ahead of them of just being fish. Mm. <laughs> and now our last story of the night before we... And we're probably going to skip the, the last part because I don't think anybody's going to ask us any random questions, so... Mm. By the way, the last well, section is called Axe Anime Jam Session Hosts, so here's your chance to ask a question. But yeah, feel free to ask them in the chat. Mm -hmm. We'll finish up the article, the last article. Sure so um, if you are in the world of virtual YouTubing or virtual streaming in general, 
there are always new debuts going on and new idols uh, appearing in the ether, as is known. And the newest one is an 85-year-old great-grandmother from Hiroshima, and it's all thanks to her idiot grandchild. Mm. <laughs> uh, Japan has a new virtual YouTuber who just debuted, Hiroko, as she's called, checks off a lot of orthodox Japanese VTuber items. She's a cute young girl with stylish hairdo and an eye-catching color, wears a schoolgirl outfit, and has a laid-back inviting personality. So what sets her apart from anime-style virtual YouTubers out there is the fact that she's 85 years old. And no, this isn't one of those, this anime girl looks like a teen, but she's actually really old due to a magical spell or cryostasis kind mm -hmm. of situations. Hiroko's performer is actually an 85-year-old grandmother from Hiroshima. It's nice to meet you all, Hiroko greets her viewers. Some of you youngsters might think I've altered my voice to sound like this, but I'm 85 and firmly in my senior years. Um, yeah. So how did she end up becoming one, as opposed to spending her free time knitting sweaters or playing bridge? Uh, in her own words, my idiot grandchild recommended I became a VTuber, so I made a debut. You can do things you weren't able to in your youth as a VTuber, they said. So I'm going to go nuts. I hope I don't. you don't regret your advice, grandchild. Mm. Like other VTubers, part of Hiroko's appeal is her candid conversation style. My grandchildren are finally old enough that I don't have to give them Otoshidama money at New Year's, but recently my first great-grandchild was born, so now I'll give them Otoshidama, she laments, adding, everyone, let's use our, our Otoshidama wisely. Blech. Monetary matters seem to be on Hiroko's mind quite often, as in her next video, she says she received an email from a Z-Generation viewer asking which is more robots. Anyway. Um, which is more important, love or money. Um, and that's easy, she said. Money is the number one thing. It's the number two thing. There isn't any number three or number four thing, but the number five thing is money. Love is something you'll fall out of after a single day. Okay, fair. <laughs> uh, Hiroko signs off her videos asking, won't y'all subscribe to my channels? With a very Hiroshima Granny-esque phrasing of, Chenenu. Uh, Did we lose you? No. Nope. No. Oh. Uh, Hiroko is being billed as the first member of the Metagrammas, a senior citizen VTuber idol unit that oh, Japanese God. media com company Oda Group is putting together. Auditions are still open, with the requirements being that the applicants be feminine, 75 years old or older, living in Japan, and in sound mental health. The ideal candidate also being outgoing, a good singer, and powerful. Applications can be made on their website. So if you wanted to become an idol grandma, if we have any watchers out there who fit the uh, bill, you can feel free to check it out. I, 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 I'm suddenly reminded, I know we talked about this on the show like a few years back, like, you know how they have like the, um, there we go, that, you know, like the massive idol groups, HKT48 and stuff like that. There is a senior version of that available that's out there. That just came to mind. I was just like, well, there you go. Oh, we do have some questions. 
All right. So let's uh, best a anime Christmas song. Uh, Wait, hold on. Have... Let, let, let me uh, let, let me let me run the update here so we know we're on this section. So just so you know, due to time constraints, we're not going to be able to answer every single question. So. All right, go ahead and field that first question. Uh, best anime Christmas song. I, I honestly haven't heard a whole lot of them. Like the closest thing I've actually heard to one of them was a uh, DBZ abridges the Christmas tree of might, but it's only like a snippet at the beginning of the show, uh, the, the film. Mm-hmm. It's like jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell, rock the dragon, dragon ball Z. Uh, yeah. So I honestly can't help you with the anime Christmas songs. Sorry. Um, what about you guys? I I think as always, Doko's pure and honest Christmas is a fave. Um, my thing is, I really like a lot of the remix Christmas stuff, like the trance, techno, Eurobeat stuff. You know, basically covers of Last Christmas. I enjoy more than the original. Oh boy, they're actually good. You know, the one thing I've known, the one, the only thing I like about that song is, you can't fail Whamageddon if you're not actively participating in it. Well, yeah, that's true. But if you're in a room with, of a whole bunch of people who are, and you queue up, and you, you just go, "Last Christmas," like ah, <laughs> now that's a Christmas miracle. Fair, fair. There. <laughs> Anybody else? Uh, whatever you play on my car when I end up picking you up during the holidays. Okay, <laughs> fair, fair. All right, another one qu- piece. Oh, I was gonna say one piece has a pretty good selection of Christmas music. You you have to, <laughs> which send- is definitely a surprise. You have to send it to me because I only have like one one piece Christmas song. Hmm. I'll see if I can find it. Uh, Kagomi four ten eighty eight asks me if I am bringing back Afro Priest, aka Gardabelt, for next year's shenanigans. You talk as if I've retired him. Of course, he's coming back. I mean, we have a new panty and stocking anime coming out, hopefully next year. So, gotta have him ready. Hell, uh, the new Trigon anime starts next month. I mean, mm-hmm. what more can you ask for? Which realize I gotta sit down and actually rewatch all the Trigun and watch the uh, the, uh, the Trigun Wild Wild West video AMV. Mm-hmm. Right. Is that a different one from Tainted Donuts? Yeah, that's a different one from Tainted Donuts. So it's uh, Will Smith's Wild Wild West done the. Tr- that's the what I thought it yes. was. That fucking song. Yes. Oh god. Mm-hmm. Oh god, I remember working at Burger King when they had kids meals with that stuff. Oh god. <laughs> You'll be all right. Okay, looks like those are the only... All right, last question. I think this one is for Ari. Kenny, uh, Kenny Omega or Xavier Woods, who wins and why? Oh, uh, boy. Well, you can weigh on this, too. You're the only other wrestling fan here. Kind of, sort of, yeah. Uh, I got to give it to Kenny Omega. You know, mostly because, like, he's... He's been billed as you know a top guy for a lot longer than Xavier Woods has. You know, don't get me wrong, the New Day stuff is good, but you know, 
it, he'd make an interesting match, but it's not going to be a thing where like they kick out of everyone, like they kick out of each other's finishers like twenty some odd times. Mm. So yeah, that's my answer. All right, and I, I, I and I think we are kind of done here. Mm-hmm. We are definitely done here. All right. Um, let me go ahead and bring up the console and switch it over to the last part. Where we say see you all next year. Go ahead mm-hmm. and cue out our Christmas music for going out for the year. It's not a traditional Christmas song, but it's an anime Christmas song. It's more and more happy Christmas from Digimon. So I gotta say, tonight's show went really good, and I'm thank I wanna say thank you to Barry, Mako, Ari, Koi, all of y'all for joining us for a very chill Christmas special. And if you've been following us over the years, you realize how loud and outlandish we were with them, and then we kinda toned down over the years because adult. Adulty, you know, you gotta. So, if you like tonight's special, tell a friend, have them come check this out. Uh, they in turn will tell another friend, and so on and so forth. We are independent podcasters, we're in, in, independent bloggers. What we like and don't like, we're gonna tell you straight up front. So, if you have any questions about the show, drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com. Again, that is podcast at animejamsession.com. And please check out our website at AnimeJamSession.com where you will find our weekly podcast, uh, cosplay tips and tricks, cosplay interviews, anime reviews, editorials, links to our YouTube page of convention videos, links to our Facebook page of cosplay coverage, and so much more. That's all at AnimeJamSession.com. And don't forget to follow our podcast on any podcasting app that you use. Anchor FM, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. You can always find our episodes through there. And if you like it, leave a review through the app. We really appreciate that. Uh, Let's see, what else do we have here? Um, Our social media pages, YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. It's Anime Jam Session. Definitely follow us on those. That way you know when we're going live, when articles are going up, when we have new photos to share, new videos to share, all that, and then some. And to be perfectly honest, we could not do this show without y'all. So thank you very much. And if you're watching our stream, uh, linked down below is our tip jar. Um, You can click on our Ko-Fi, our stream elements, and throw us some cash if you like. We are really appreciative of that. Um, if you you can also throw bits at us in the chat room. That's also pretty cool. And subscriptions. You can subscribe to the channel. You can give gift subs to the channel to other friends for you to for them to definitely check that out. We really appreciate all of that and then some. If you're listening on the podcast feed, if you can't come join us live and come check it out. You know, we're starting things up for next year. It'll be great. And now we go and we go around the room last words so last words Ari I'm so glad I don't have to go into work tomorrow because I'm really starting to feel it now mm. last words Mako-chan 
I have so much to do this weekend. It's last words, Barry. It is always such a joy to join you guys here on Anime Jam Session. And here is to many more years of playing around on a lovely podcast with amazing fellow anime fans and the lovely community. Enjoy your new year, your holidays, however you celebrate. If you partake, if you don't partake, and just stay safe, stay well, and have a happy holiday. My last words is... I think I'm turning the heat back on now. But seriously... Thank you, everyone, for just <laughs> joining us, for being here with us, and we're looking forward to seeing you all in the next year. So, Joyeux Noël. This is that is it. End of list. We'll be back next year with brand new episodes of Anime Jam Session. I think when we come back, Barry will be joining us. I think I have to double check the the calendar because you know calendars are calendars. But anywho, whether she she. Regardless, she will be joining us sometime next month, and it's always good to have her on. So, that is it. End of list. I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. I'm Mako-chan. And I'm Barry Mellon. Great fight, great night. See you next week. Good night, everybody. Night. Is that everybody? Uh, night-night? Right. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and... Say goodnight, Mako-chan. Goodnight, Mako-chan. Say goodnight, Barry Mellon. Goodnight and Happy New Year. Goodnight, y'all. Take care of yourselves and each other. See you on the flip side in 2023. Wait, hold up, hold up, hold up. Was that you, Barry? Uh, laughing, I'm sorry. <laughs> <sighs> Can't take you anywhere. Nope, nope. That's why I exist inside of, uh, you know, the internet. We're going to move you from a physical box to a virtual box. Don't you threaten me like that. I know <laughs> I know what lies on your computer. <laughs> That's why I'm going to put you in a virtual box where you can't hurt anyone. <laughs> Good night, y'all. This podcast has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressioned on this show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it. For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and VogNetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane! <laughs>